starting recording. Invite in my lovely wife, Izzy. Here's your earphone. Hello. Hey. Uh, so how you been, What's man? It? Been okay. <clears throat> I kind of had a kind of stom- stomach soon kind of feeling kind of off today. That's about we, it. We can do this another day. No, I'm fine. I'm fine with doing it. It's not like I've got anything else. <laughs> it's been better tonight than it was this morning. Just like a, you ate something funny or? I don't know. Uh, unless I got something, but I should be okay. I'll, I'll be okay. All right, cool. So I wouldn't have suggested it. Yeah, I read a lot of notes. Oh yeah, I well, yeah, it was like about a two hour and like ten or eleven minute movie or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, man, my my paper is pretty full. <laughs> and that was That's even leaving like little films. things out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was like watching an epic film. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, I've got so many notes and so many things to talk about. I'm like, and we're only like thirty minutes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff happens in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, apparently Sven Old Thorson's in this movie as gunman. Couldn't tell you which one. I was looking for him this time. <laughs> yeah, he, he's in the uh, rooftop funeral scene. He's the guy oh, okay. Oh, he's he's like one, of the, one of the big bodyguards there? Okay. Yeah, he says, don't don't shoot because he'll drop Leo. He's nice. that guy. I have to watch that one again slowly. I might have been taking a note. <laughs> There's just so many gunmen in this movie. It's like, which ones? <laughs> did I miss them? They, they, wait, did he shave for this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great classic comes to the screen. Take thy hand, fair prince. Who said I'm fair? To be or not to be? Not to be. Columbia Pictures is proud to present the screen's greatest action hero, Jack Slater. Slater, you hear me? This is the lieutenant governor. Slater, here's what I... The governor gets here, call me. And Danny Madigan is his biggest fan. (laughs) Jack Slater 4. But tonight, a magic ticket... It's a passport to another world. ...will get Danny closer to the action... (laughs) ...than anyone ever dreamed. And you're going with him. Who is this twerk? And where is that smile on his face? I don't even know this kid. To a world that's bigger than life. This ticket is magic, and it really works. And better than real. You really believe that you're inside a movie, don't you? Yes! The bad guys are in there. I've seen it. On screen. Could I speak to the drug dealer of the house, please? Have a nice day. Have him killed.
This summer, it's head-on thrills. I have killed people smarter and younger than you. Head-first excitement. I hate when it happens. He's got the ticket! Now I possess power. Real power. He's gone over to my world! In this world, the bad guys can win! The door must still be open! Come on! If I go, how do I get back? And it's coming at you from both sides of the screen. Where am I now? This isn't the movies anymore, Jack. Please be careful. Things were different here. Damn it, that hurt! Arnold Schwarzenegger is Jack Slater. No! This hero stuff has its limits. And Jack Slater is... Everybody down! Now! The last action hero. The big ticket for 93. I'll be back. Ha! You did not gonna say that, did you? That's what you always say. I do? Yeah. yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from movies. movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight. We are talking about 1993's Last Action Hero. Yeah! Uh, but, oh, we're not alone for this one, because it's Patreon November! Oh, no! We have our incredible Patreon, Mr. Michael Bagford with us. Welcome, Michael! Hey, what's up? (laughs) Thank you so much for having us watch this movie, finally. We've been wanting to do this on the podcast forever. Yeah, I've wanted you guys to cover it, so here we are. (laughs) Yeah. Ooh, before we really get into it, I'm a little thirsty. I don't know about you. Oh, I am definitely parched. Uh, uh, Michael, are you drinking anything on your end? I am drinking this thing called H2O. Ooh. It's water with ice. Drinking the hard stuff. On the racks. It's like Nas, but more natural. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. On our end, we got from Salt Flats Brewing Company in Salt Lake City, Utah, Slipstream India Pale Ale. Woo! I just noticed this is 9% alcohol by volume. Yeah. Nice IPA. Uh, Oh, okay. Our selectively double hopped American IPA, where the finish line meets hoppiness. All right. Well, now the 9%. Let me one moment while I pop my top. Oh, my top. Nice. And the pool. Oh, this is a beautiful, lightly cloudy golden beer. It's got lots of tiny bubbles and an off-white head. Ooh, it's got definitely got a piney aroma on Ooh, that. Yeah. Yeah, Steve's going in for the sip. Ooh, you can uh, smell the alcohol yeah. on that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> a little boozy on the uh, aroma there. Mm. Mm. Oh, well, yeah, definitely piney hops. Uh, a little bit of citrus, but yeah, definitely the piney is the more overpowering. And uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, just nice, clean, dry IPA. Yeah, delightful. A little, uh, little bit of alcohol burn on the back end there. I like it. I am in. Uh, Salt Flats Brewing Slipstream IPA. Oh, guys, last action hero. Yeah. Uh, Michael, do you remember your first time watching this movie? 
Uh, yes, um, I was about, I would say about eight or nine when I saw this in the theaters. I was a pretty big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan at that time. Uh, there was like a summer where I watched like Commando and the Terminator like nonstop on VHS. And I was excited to see Last Action Hero since like Terminator 2 is one of my favorite films of all time. And I liked the film a lot that even like when it came out on VHS and was starting to be on pay-per-view, I had a uh, copy of of it recorded along with uh, the Jean-Claude Van Damme classic, Hard Target. Yeah! Woo! And there was a fun thing. I had a karaoke machine. It was was a nice fancy one. It had two tape decks and microphone and all that. And I had this crazy idea to do like an interview, like I'm interviewing the movie. So like (laughs) me and Jack Slater would be doing stuff and I'd ask him a question and then record whatever he was saying off the TV. And I did the same thing with Hard Target as well. (laughs) Nice. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> so you were podcasting back in 93 i like it <laughs> yeah. i wish i would have kept the tapes oh oh yeah I, I i remember doing stuff like that with my brother back in the day and thinking like nowadays like man were we really good or as good as we thought we were probably not <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you baby remember your first time watching this movie I don't. I feel like it just like kept coming up on like on our bootleg cable, and every time I watch it, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I like this movie." Yeah. Oh, I I I know I saw it in theaters. I don't know if it was opening weekend or whatever. It was uh what twelve at the time. Uh, but yeah, my, my my dad's like, "Yeah, we're we're going to watch this movie. It's you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Arnie. Come on." Yeah. Say <laughs> it, it's an Arnie movie from the director of Die Hard and Predator, and yeah. Know, like, <laughs> of course we're going to be there. Uh, yeah, so uh, from director John McTiernan. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, Predator, Die Hard, Hunt for Red October, Medicine Man, which is kind of an odd one in this group. Uh, this, <laughs> Die Hard with a Vengeance, 13th Warrior, Thomas Crown Affair, Rollerball, what? And uh, Basic, and then nothing after that. He hasn't, like, gone to jail or anything for... Yeah, anything. well... Oh, well, maybe he just retired after basic. That, that, that I mean, you know, <laughs> he turned 60 or 70. You want to stop making action movies? I can see it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, oh, gosh, so many writers on this movie. Uh, the main story comes from Zach Penn. Who's he, Steve? Well, this was his first movie. Um, and then he went on to do PCU, you know, the uh, Jeremy mm-hmm. Piven College oh. movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Inspector Gadget, yes, the uh, Matthew Broderick one. <laughs> oh. uh, X-Men 2, probably the best one. Uh, mm-hmm. Suspect Zero, Elektra, Fantastic Four, The Incredible Hulk, the um, Ed Norton one. The Avengers, uh, the series Alpha, Ready Player One, and coming soon, Free Guy. So he makes middle-of-the-road movies usually? Uh, well, I mean, Avengers. Avengers, top of the road. And this, right? <laughs> uh, the other guy uh, with the story is Adam Leff. He did this, PCU, and Biodome. And that is it. <laughs> Apparently he peaked on Biodome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, the screenplay uh, written by Shane Black. Uh, you may know him uh, from Lethal Weapon, Monster Squad, this, Long Kiss Goodnight, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, uh, The Predator, Iron Man 3, Izzy's favorite. Uh, mm. <laughs> you know, he's amazing. And then there's another person that helped with the screenplay, David Arnott. Uh, basically, he wrote this, but before that, he rose to fame by being the writer of The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Ooh. Oh, that's pretty much it. I, th- I think he's like a small time actor or something like that now too. But yeah, as far as writing credits, that's it. Andrew Dice Clay in this. <laughs> oh my gosh! And the cast for this movie, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Jack Slater, uh, Austin O'Brien as Danny Madigan. You may know him as the kid from Lawnmower Man too. Uh, <laughs> Charles Dance, Tom Newton, F. Murray Abraham, Anthony Quinn, Ian McKellen, Bridget Wilson. Cameos from Lisa Gibbons, N.C. Hammer, Little Richard, Maria Shriver, Melvin Van Peebles, Tina Turner, James Belushi, Robert Patrick, Sherrod Stone, <laughs> Chevy Chase, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Danny DeVito, and of course, friend of the podcast, Sven Ole Thorson, for like a second. <laughs> hey, uh, Michael, h- how did you watch this movie? Do you, do you have like a Blu-ray or something? Or Even though I'm a fan of the film, I kind of had to uh, buy it off of not buy it, but rent it off of Amazon Prime. It's four bucks. It was, you know, yeah, not too bad. Spent. Yeah, so we we watched it. We have the uh, the Stars app, so we were watching it on Amazon Prime through Stars, and it's included, which was awesome. But we also have a Blu-ray. We also have bootleg <laughs> <laughs> copies. Uh, <laughs> I'll cut, yeah, I'll, I'll cut that out in post. Wait, um, what? No. <laughs> Because you wouldn't steal a car, so you wouldn't steal a movie, right? Right, out of 93. You wouldn't steal a child, you wouldn't steal a movie, right? I don't know why you would (laughs) steal a child. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of children, we cut to a police standoff. (gasps) (laughs) Where uh, a man on the rooftop has apparently taken, I don't know, a couple dozen kids hostage. And it's, uh, uh, first note I have. Hey, it's a Christmas movie because, hey! you know, Santa and the reindeer are up on <laughs> <Yeah>! the roof. <laughs> uh, surrounded by SWAT. Everybody's closing in, blah, blah, blah. Cars are getting lit up by whoever's on. <laughs> Sorry, was that a goat? <laughs> I was trying to do machine gun fire, but it became a goat. <laughs> Goats are being tossed off the buildings. It's a mass hysteria. <laughs> but then, boom, boom. <laughs> Jack Slater walking Woo! on top of police cars. <laughs> so good. It's so ac- it's yeah, this movie's this movie's the essential oil of action movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Down to its core essence, including having Tina Turner as the mayor of the city. <laughs> oh. Call me when the governor gets ya. <laughs> <laughs> you ever want to be a farmer? Here's a couple of acres. <laughs> This is Batman and Robin. <laughs> All right, Michael. So what happens from here once Jack Slater shows up? Well, pretty much Jack Slater goes up to the rooftop. Um, there's a big standoff. Apparently, uh, Jack the Ripper is not very happy with Jack Slater having him put in prison, even though I think there some deal went bad because the deal went bad because there was like evidence over Jack the Ripper's axe. 
Yeah, like, like, oh, it was your illegal search that made that uh, bloody axe inadmissible in court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much Jack the Ripper has his knife axe up to Jack Slater's son. But first he wants uh, Jack Slater to drop his weapon. Uh, Jack Slater drops his gun, uh, a knife, another gun, another gun, another gun. Oh, wait a minute. He's forgotten something. It's a grenade. But apparently, he's not afraid. Jack the Ripper's not afraid of that grenade. It's not <laughs> going to hurt him. But he can hurt Jack Slater's kid. But apparently, Jack Slater gets, like, an eye contact to his son. And his son hits the grenade in a certain way. And the knife pops out. And he stabs Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper throws his knife axe at Jack Slater, which he dodges by... They start shooting, and the film's going bad. This is a motion picture. <laughs> oh no! Focus! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then we meet, uh, oh, what's the kid's name? Danny? Yeah, Danny. Danny! Uh, we'll also know Brian, but Danny's like, oh, come on, focus! And he runs up through this, like, rundown theater in Times Square or something, and I'm like, how is this theater still in business if it's got, like, graffiti on the inside? And <laughs> New York! <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, New York, New York in the late 80s, early 90s, I guess, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it goes up to the projectionist, Nick, who's, you know, nice, sweet, old, elderly guy. Um, yeah, but he, and he fell asleep, and he's like, oh, sorry, man. Um, hey, you wouldn't be interested in watching the new Jack Slater 4 coming out, right? <gasps> well... I'll be, uh, I'll be, uh, you know, testing the reel and everything tomorrow night at midnight if you wanna wanna come check it out. Of course I do. It'd be fucking awesome. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Miami connection. Love it. But uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, so, he reconnects with his father before getting gunned down by ninjas, right? Uh, yeah, well, that's Miami connection. Spoilers, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> well, anyway, we cut to the next day and. Uh, Okay, so so the kid Danny, he's like at school, right? Listening to the teacher or whatever, because she's talking about Hamlet being like the first action hero. Yeah. And all that. We get the, the the wonderful. Oh my God, this uh, this daydream of Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and Hamlet. Oh my God, how did this movie not get made immediately? I'd watch it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we could still make it. Put one of the Hemsworths or something in there. Try to think of a. Uh, D- Danish action heroes that aren't Sven Thorson, though, you know. <laughs> I don't know. How about you, Michael? Would you watch it? Hell yeah, I'd fucking watch it. I'd also <laughs> watch the uh, Arnold and King Lear in the uh, Jurassic Park 2 poster. That's right. Yes. Yeah, the Lost World. <laughs> As the, the other one with uh, like Robin Williams is like Jack and the Beanstalk or something, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah the teacher's going on like oh yeah Hamlet's like the first action hero because you know here's an old movie with Laurence Olivier from the commercials and, and I'm like I'm sure there were some action movies before 1940 when that was made I want to say <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so we see the Hamlet reboot starring Arnold Schwartz I'm sorry Jack Slater <laughs> um and then okay so then we cut to like the next morning and i guess i think it's the same day is it the same oh yeah i guess it's later that day because he's uh 
he he's back at home and his mom's like covering for him on the phone. I'm like, wait, what? That, that that that's not a mom I would know. My, right? My mom wouldn't cover for me. Oh no, my mom would be like, oh no, that bitch skipped school. <laughs> he did what? You know. <laughs> well, his dad died. She didn't plan on being a widow before she was forty. Yeah. She feels bad for him. Gotta cover for her boy. Yeah, true, true, true. Well, she's got to go work the night shift now, so yep. be sure to uh, bolt up that top lock. Because apparently they live in the shadiest fucking apartment complex. Yeah. Is this just New York? I, I mean, I don't know. Michael, have you ever lived in New York? I have not, but I don't think it would be as bad now, but I'm not the expert on it. Yeah, yeah, I've heard some horror stories from the 80s and 90s, like before, uh, what was it, Giuliani like showed up and cleaned up Times Square and stuff like that, and... I don't know. I, I, I mean, my I, mom lives in the ghetto, and even her neighborhood's not that bad. Yeah, true, true. And I mean, she lives in, like, the ghetto ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I know about New York, I know from Ghostbusters, Muppets Take Manhattan, and Jason Takes Manhattan. So, <laughs> that's all I've got. <laughs> that, that's quite the range. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so, I, I don't know, he, he like, try, he's getting a sneak out so he can watch Jack Slater 4, but uh, before he can do that... Uh, he gets ra- robbed by some uh, surprisingly bold crackhead. Um, yeah. I don't know. Because, okay, he comes in, he's like, yeah, what's the stuff? Blah, blah, blah. And, like, has him handcuff himself to the the sink the or sink, whatever. Yeah. And he, like, pushes, uh, Danny, like, pushes back. Like, hey, don't touch me. And he's like, ah, you're a tough guy, huh? Well, yeah, here's the knife. Here, I'm even going to turn around. I guarantee you any kid nowadays so desensitized oh. would grab that knife and stab him three times before he could monologue. Yep. On a, you know what it is? It's pre-9-11. After 9-11, they said, don't just sit there because they'll kill you. Do something. Uh, okay. You forget, we have, we've had 20 years of fight the fuck back. But it used to be just do what they said and comply. Oh, well, I was raised by a cop, so it was always fight back. <laughs> well, yeah, but like the general masses, it was like that. What? How do you think they terrorists with no guns got control of multiple planes? Because everybody just sat back. All right then. <laughs> well, not everybody, and that's why one of them never made its uh, final target. Yeah, in '93, coming next week. Woo! Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, anyway, he gets handcuffed to the sink. Oh, that's right. I was, I was just thinking, like, oh, wait, how did he get out of there? Like, oh, yeah, the guy threw the key, like, in the toilet or something. Yeah, he told him like, to go, go fish. fish. Yeah, go. Yeah, after yelling at him that he didn't have any jewelry or money. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> you know where I live. <laughs> that's going to be, somebody's going to break in here and be like, why, why is it all just rainbow bright, my little ponies and pop dolls? <laughs> pop dolls and empty soda cans. What the fuck, man? <laughs> it's a lot of empty beer cans. You guys might have a problem. It's supposed to be a rich neighborhood. <laughs> let that uh let that be less than anyone who comes to our fortress of solitude <laughs> how 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 expensive were vcrs back in 1993 because that guy makes like a really big deal that they don't have a vcr yeah say 93 that would have been before dvds and stuff really took off uh yeah i, I mean you know probably a couple hundred bucks or you know 40 in uh the back alleys of new york but <laughs> uh so yeah so so danny goes to the police station files a police report um and it's he's like looking it up it's like oh no it's gonna start in five minutes and he runs over to the theater uh, uh was it the pandora theater i think it said on the the doors thought that was kind of cool uh but he gets there and nick lets him in and he's like i was gonna start it without you but um ah come on in and then we get the wonderful story of the time nick met houdini 
Ooh, Nick must be like a thousand years old. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I'm like, he's like, oh, when I was about your age, so, you know, 14 or 15, whatever Danny's supposed to be. I think Danny's supposed to be like 11. Okay, 11. And then Houdini, let's see, I think he was big in like 1912? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so 80 years spoil- previous. Spoiler so alert, like he's 90. also going to talk about meeting Red Bull. Or sitting or, uh, bull. Buffalo Bill. Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo Bill. Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Buffalo Bill. Shit, that would have been like 1890-something? All right, yeah. I'm, Googling. I'm, I'm Googling that shit right now. Let's see. Houdini died in... Ooh, he died on Halloween 1926 in Detroit. Okay, so 26, 70 years. Okay, now... All right, so about 80 years. All right, let's see Buffalo Bill... Oh, here we go. Buffalo Bill died in 1917, January 1917. So yeah, we're we're still talking like 90 year old Nick. Okay. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, it talks about the time he met Houdini, and he uh, pulled out this magic ticket and said it would be a passport to another world. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's that's great. Whatever, buddy. Let's 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 move this along and watch Jack Slater four. All right, all right. Let's do it. <laughs> so then. We get some mega death, and that can only mean one thing: Jack Slater four starting. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, any knows who uh, directed uh, directed Jack Slater four? Who oh. did? Franco Colombo. <laughs> A bodybuilder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> one of. Yeah, we know him from uh, Pumping Iron. Yeah. Yeah, it just keeps coming and coming and coming. Kind of explains the way why Jack Slater 4 is the way it is. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, when we see uh, it was Aiden Quinn, or uh, Anthony Quinn as uh, Mr. Tony Vivaldi, <laughs> <laughs> for some reason I was thinking of Rod Steiger and the specialist. <laughs> but, but he was so much, be- so much better little Italian accent than uh, Steiger's Colombian accent or what he was trying to pull <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, we meet Mr. Vivaldi, and he's uh, in his Malibu mansion <laughs> with uh, with Jack Slater's uh, favorite second cousin, Frank. <laughs> hey! And uh, yeah, basically we get some exposition dumped about how he's going to take over the families. Uh, we're also introduced to the real villain of this movie, Mr. Benedict, plays by Charles Dance. King Lannister? Oh, yeah, what's his name in Game of Thrones? <laughs> King Tywin Lannister? Yeah, Thailand, that's it. Yeah. (laughs) Who dies on the shitter from a crossbow. (laughs) He died doing what he loved. (laughs) But by the way, my favorite moment of that whole series, I'm not going to lie. It was all building up to that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so basically, Mr. Benedict, he's like, you know, master marksman. Um, And one thing I noticed this time that I hadn't really caught before Anybody else notice the neck tattoos? I did. No? Yeah, yeah, he's got like the tribal neck tattoos or something going up. Very <laughs> like... out of place. <laughs> Very un-Charles Dance, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. I would um... like the tribal neck tattoo. <laughs> oh, you know what? He was probably getting it, and, uh, you know, around the same time he was getting the uh, the glass eye. Yeah. I don't know. He's like, well, if I'm going to be a badass supervillain, I'm going to go all the way. Like, if he, he rips open his shirt, he looks like The Rock or something. It'd be awesome. What's the deal with the glass eye? Because there's a scene later on where he takes his glass eye out. He just has a normal eye. Wouldn't it, like, fucking hurt if he had to put a 
big glass eye on top of your other eyeball. Wait, did he have his regular eye? Yeah. What, when was that? Uh, that was later on where he has the ticket and he's back at the house. He knows it's starting to work, but he like, takes his, one of his glass eyes out. You can see that he still has both eyes. Oh, okay. Oh, I, 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 I thought he had like the one like kind of closed or whatever. Are you talking about the scene back at his house where he has that wonderful tower of like spoons <laughs> that holds all of his eyes, the little puppy on top of it? Yeah. <laughs> like if you gotta have a bunch of glass eyes that's that's a way to display them i guess oh and glass eyes are expensive so this shows how much money he's got oh well you yeah. know he's good at what he does <laughs> yeah um see what happens from here oh yeah so then we uh we cut to uh frank's house where uh, the cops are kind of surrounding the place <laughs> and they're about ready to go in like this doesn't look like a cracked in <laughs> weird but uh, but then Jack Slater shows up with some groceries. Like, hey guys, what are you doing here? Quiet, we're about to run this. It's like, oh, well, this is the home of my sec- favorite second cousin Frank. What's going on? So then they uh, they go. He drops the groceries, goes in, and Frank is tied up and a little beaten up. <laughs> uh, Mike, what what happens from here? Well, basically, uh, Frank tells him that. Pretty much Vivaldi is uh, joining forces with the other mob so they can have uh, all the uh, possession of the drug trade in California. And he pretty much says, I'm done for and just dies right there. Uh, (laughs) Jack Slater. (laughs) Uh, Funny, uh, uh, fun film fact. That's Art Carney, the guy that plays Frank. Those were his last words in the film. Oh, wow. (laughs) I'm out of here. (laughs) <laughs> but pretty much Jack notices uh, a night to Jack Slater uh, he picks it up and there's some cards uh, one says five he goes to the next one it says four uh, three uh, Jack notices something that's kind of up that's a and they jump out and the fucking house explodes <laughs> yeah and one of my favorite parts is when uh, Kid Danny's watching and he's like, minor injuries, both cops are dead. <laughs> Cut to Jack Slater brushing himself off, looks up in the palm tree, and there's a guy up there, two days till retirement. <laughs> yeah, and they do like the sax thing from like Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of Lethal Weapon references in this movie. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh, but then, uh, but then there's some squealing tires down the street. Oh no, it's a bunch of guys in the truck, <laughs> and they're gonna chase after Jack Slater. Oh no! Start up uh, ACDC's big gun, and off we go. <laughs> okay, so, so in this scene, they're like chasing Jack in a truck, and there's like two guys in the back throwing sticks of dynamite at him. <laughs> I mean, you really have to time that and have a really good arm to get it, like you know throw it up at a, a car. I don't know, 50 yeah. yards in front of you. <laughs> but of course, Jack Slater like starts shooting at him because, you know, that'll stop dynamite. And one of them <laughs> goes out of the screen and into the theater where Danny's watching. Like, what? We just ripped through time space. <laughs> and then, uh, so Danny like tries to run away from it. <laughs> and apparently the explosion knocks him into, uh, into movies. Yep. But of course, the magic ticket activated it. It's like, well, 
Uh, all right, all right. But it was the explosion, too, right? I, I don't know. Don't, don't think about it too hard. It just happened. Ticket has like a mind of its own. Like, I don't think we really explained it. Yeah, the uh, Nick never really used it because, like, he didn't want Harry Houdini to be a fraud. And so he never used it. So he decided to give it to Danny. And pretty much he, that was his, Danny's ticket entrance since he ripped the uh, ticket in half and gave him the other half. And pretty much that activated when Danny was watching the film. And now he's in it. Yeah, he teleports into the back seat of Slater's car. Blah 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 blah. Who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. Let's get out of here. I'm just a kid. <laughs> Please don't shoot me, sir. <laughs> How are you driving with no hands? It takes lots of practice, and you never do it in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they're going through the town, bunch of explosions, guys getting shot, and then <laughs> there's like a little scene where like he pulls up this giant Cadillac that he's driving, like up on two wheels, between like a gas tanker and I don't know a school bus or some shit. <laughs> and he runs it back down. I'm like, yes, action movie, I love it. Uh, <laughs> but, but then they catch up with him somehow, and they decide to play a game of chicken. They play chicken with the train, play chicken. No, 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 <laughs> it's not, with the not, not with the train. It's <laughs> just with the truck. <laughs> oh, you uh, missed the uh, classic ice cream truck exploding scene. Oh, yeah, the one guy like, gets shot and goes flying through the, the windshield, the ice cream truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, an ice cream can uh, pretty much kills one of the henchmen. And Arnold says, ice that guy to coin a phrase. <laughs> Save it for Batman and Robin, sir. <laughs> so they're playing chicken with the truck, and they pull forward, and of course the truck swerves because it's a movie. It lands right in the middle of a, the weirdest fashion shoot I've seen in a while. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the girls are they're just like like one of them's dressed like a motorcycle or something. Like it's got the. <laughs> Extended rearview mirrors. And, <laughs> uh, meanwhile, back at LAPD. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. That's right. When they go to LAPD, this is the best part. Because Slater and Danny, they're walking through the front door, and it's like, oh, shit, there's Sharon Stone. Oh, shit, there's Robert Patrick. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Slow down. I can't get all the cameos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, babe. Steve. How do you get to Carnegie Hall? Lots of practice. <laughs> practice. John, practice, you son of a bitch. <laughs> right, we're introduced to John Practice, played by F. Murray Abraham. <gasps> you can't trust him. He killed Mozart. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this movie so much. So good. <laughs> oh, and they're, they're like pairing off the uh, the, the, the partners for the, the cop duos. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you, you're paired up with a rabbi. Wait, hey. <laughs> You, you're paired up with uh, this animated cat voiced by Danny DeVito. <laughs> hey, toots. <laughs> oh, yeah, basically after this, Danny's trying to convince uh, Jack Slater that, no, this is a movie because none of this stuff makes sense. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> first off, they walk into a video store. That's the first end. This is a movie. <laughs> oh, man. Remember those? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> And then, oh, especially ones with like Angie Everhart at the 
the cashier desk. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I could have gone for all the time. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically just like, oh yeah, 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 here, shoot me. Yeah, you can't, you can't kill kids. And look, it, there's beautiful women everywhere. Well, this is Los Angeles or <laughs> it's California. <laughs> All right, well, everybody's got a 555 phone number. You can only have like 10,000 of those. That's why we have area codes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he's like, okay, fine. Well, I'll take you to uh, the, the the home of the guy that killed your cousin. Uh, okay. Where, where, where's that? Yeah, follow me to Malibu. Mm. <laughs> he takes him to uh, Vivaldi's palace to uh, I don't know, meet Benedict and his well-trained dogs. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that's right. Yeah, the whole thing's like, oh, yeah, the, there was this bad guy with a beard, um, and he had, like, a glass eye that had, like, a bullseye in it. And so, you know, Slater's like, yeah, they can just look at your eyes for just one moment. And uh, he's like, sure. And he pulls down his glasses, uh, you know, after a little pissing contest, of course. Just of course, to, of course, of course. For brevity, we're kind of running through this two-hour and 15-minute movie. Uh, <laughs> but he reveals a smiley face eye, which is somewhat oh! unsettling. It is horrifying. I dare say more unsettling than the bullseye. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Guys, if you had a glass eye, what would your glass eye be? Be a goat eye. A goat eye? Yeah, really freak people out. Do those kind of look like reptile eyes? No, they go sideways. Reptile eyes go uh, uh, okay. vertical. How about you, Mike? Uh, I make it look like the hole that the eye is in just to freak people out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind look like... Uh, hey, like one of Hypnotoad's eyes. <laughs> Again, just to freak people out. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they go uh, meet Benedict. Uh, and basically, the, um, Benedict overhears them as they're like leaving. And Danny's like, I told you, that was the guy that killed him. And he even said, uh, he even called uh, Vivaldi a schmuck or something like that. <laughs> and Benedict's like, wait, how would he know that? We then cut to uh, Slater's house where they're pulling up. And... Uh, Danny's greeted in a rather nice way. Uh, Mike, Mike, what happens when they get to Jack's house? Well, they uh, meet uh, they meet Jack Slater's daughter, Whitney. Yeah. Who just kisses Danny right on the spot, opening the door, and it's like, "Oh, hi, Bridget Wilson. What uh, what are you doing here?" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, you're not skeezy." Like, who the hell is skeezy? <laughs> oh, it's some sorority thing. Don't worry about it, Dad. <laughs> I, I don't know. We get some, like, exposition where uh, apparently Jack Slater pays his alimony and uh, counterfeit bills, which is nice. Right? <laughs> but then he, uh, we stumble upon a picture of his son, and we get a little flashback to the end of Jack Slater 3 to find out the son was killed. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. The, uh, no easy way out from Rocky Force. <laughs> right then he, he hops in the car drives off has a little montage remembering uh when he was hanging out with carl weathers and it's, it's just that handshake from predator like 20 times <laughs> dylan you son of a bitch <laughs> he's remembering sylvester Stallone's performance in terminator 2 <laughs> go with me if you want to live Sorry, what was that? I said, like, go with me if you want to live. I, are, are, are you a robot, or? 
<laughs> ah! Later, Hamilton runs away. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> it could still happen, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd been great if in like uh, Genesis, like you know, alternate reality or something, instead of Arnie coming back, it's still Stallone. He, he owns the rights to term- Terminator now. <laughs> oh, I'll be back. <laughs> Drago. Wait, wait, that was the wrong one. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a knock at the door. Who, who could that be? Oh, it's probably Skeezy. Oh, I'll tell him to get out of here. Oh, shit, it's Benedict and his goons! Clack, clack! <laughs> so, yeah, so Benedict bursts in, and he grabs Danny, and the goons grab, uh, what's her name, Whitney. And he's basically like, is your Uncle Jack home? He's like, no, he's out getting some milk or something. Go away! <laughs> oh, God, the... <laughs> If you harm one hair on her head, <laughs> wait. <laughs> uh, su- such a good villain. Uh, oh. Yeah, he's like the MVP of this film. <laughs> he's amazing. Uh, and so many of these action movies, it's the villain that gets just go completely over the top and <laughs> makes it such a memorable movie. Uh, but uh, but when he gets taken back and uh, smacked around a little bit by one of the goons, big mistake. Then she goes full Sonya Blade on his ass. Woo! <laughs> yes, hello, cat. Hey, no. Uh, Mike says meow. Oh, she says meow back. All right. <laughs> I don't know how good you can hear. But <laughs> oh, I can hear the cat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it usually does come across the recording. Uh, so where are we? Oh yeah, so so Sonya Blade kills somebody, um, and then there's another knock at the door, and it's Skeezy. <laughs> but nope, it's really Jack. Blah! It comes busting in, shooting everybody, and you know, throwing knives and all kinds of cool shit. Uh, but then Jack gets blasted in the chest with a shotgun. <laughs> oh no, Jack! Jack! That's okay, though. He was wearing a vest. All right, all right. Never leave home without it. That's right. But in the meantime, uh, Benedict takes a couple goons, and they hop in a car and get the hell out of there. And they're already heading down Mulholland Drive or whatever, and Slater's like, well, I gotta catch up to him, and starts doing diving gymnastics off of his balcony. Right? (laughs) God, I love this movie so much. It's so good. And, of course, he catches right up to him at the bottom of the hill or whatever. And just clow, clow, clow as they're driving by. Yeah, Danny's, like, chasing behind, like, on a... I, I can't I, believe I guess... I'm missing all the action! Yeah, he's, like, on the daughter's bike or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's got, like, tassels and stuff on it. But uh, but the, the car that... Uh, oh, my God. Benedict is in. Turns around. And they're ready to play chicken with him. He's like, I can do this. It's a movie. It's just the movie. No, he says, like, I can do this. It's gonna, it'll totally work. It always works. And then oh, it's like, shit, hey. I'm a comedic sidekick. <laughs> and the car hits him. He's dead. Roll film credits, because Brent from Home Video Hustle the film. <laughs> home Video Hustle. Home Video hu- Wait. <laughs> no, he veers off and goes full E.T. in front of the sun, and then is ever written down. Uh, Fast and Furious 7, you hacks as he goes through, like, the roof of one building, through another building, <laughs> through another on the bike. 
And then, oh yeah, this is the scene where uh, Benedict goes back to his uh, his house and he's got his little eye tower with the the spoons and whatever. And uh, he kind of stumbles upon when he touches the wall and looking at the ticket, his hand goes through and he's like, "What? What the hell?" Hmm. <laughs> to be figured out later. Uh, meanwhile, back at Slater's house, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Danny's still trying to fa- uh, prove to Slater that it's a movie. So he takes out a notepad, writes something down, walks over to the jacket and says, here, say this real quick. Oh, good old up. <laughs> no, come on, just say it. Very immature. You can't say it because it's PG-13. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Skeezy's like giving a report or something. He's like, hey, that guy with the, the one eye, he, uh, I saw him getting away. I got his license plate. Well, you mean the guy with the glass eye, right? No, he only had one eye when he was leaving. Hey guys, look what I found. It looks like a little eye. (laughs) Roll credits. Everybody's dead. Yep. Yeah. No, wait. Then we got LAPD and uh, I don't know. The the captain played by Frank McRae is just going nuts. He's got smoke coming out of his ears. I think he has a stroke halfway through because he's just smuttering gibberish. (laughs) I'm a damn commission. And... <laughs> like he mentions the diary of Anne Frank. That was like one line of dialogue I caught. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, it's a spinoff movie. Jack Slater. He goes back in time. <laughs> back in time to 1940s Amsterdam. It gets dark. Yeah, pretty much the police chief wants Jack's badge. Jack has torn up too much property, so Jack has to get his stuff from the desk. So they end up going back to uh, Jack Slater's actual apartment, and nothing is there. <laughs> Apparently, a bad guy is there because all of just sits in the closet. And it's like, oh, there's always a bad guy in the closet. Oh no, no, no! It, it was uh, it was all the same shirt and the same jacket and the oh, same. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, it was like a little bunch of the same gun too, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like I wonder if he has a gun for every day or something. Like, oh, this isn't my Tuesday gun. Yeah. <laughs> I love how his uh, apartment has like a view of the freeway, like five feet outside of the window. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, well, apparently uh, Jack Slater has a shitty life. There was a sequence where his ex-wife called the police department. He had to get. He had um, the police officers and other cops think he has like, a personal life. He's uh, concerned about his daughter, like you know, cleaning AK-47s on like a normal school night. And all that Jack Slayer wanted to do was be a regular cop. He's always having to do all these hard missions and probably blows up. And Yeah, well, it's because it's a movie. This doesn't happen to real people, you know, being in weird shit like this. Like, oh, I don't know, maybe. Wait a minute. Did you say something about a funeral for a guy named Leo the Fart? <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> and so, yeah, we... Yeah, so there's a guy, Leo Leo the Fart. Uh, his funeral's being held on top of a hotel, because why not? It's the way to do it. And uh, I love how Benedict pulls his finger to start the, this bomb or whatever that's inside of him. Like, oh, that's cute. Um, <laughs> but uh, they get to the hotel, and they're about to go up to the top floor when he runs into good old John Practice, his buddy. But... He was a bad guy. F. Marie, oh my God. F. Marie Abraham was a bad guy, everybody. Spoiler alert. Oh no, never saw it coming. 
after killing Mozart. Mo who? Yeah. <laughs> no, I kill a lot of people. It's hard to notice. <laughs> it sounds like it could be me. Who knows? But uh, yeah, this whole scene where he's you know got his gun out, pointing at Jack. Uh, yeah, again, it's the same kind of scene where the kid like cuffs, cuffs himself to a pipe, but then he realizes he's got the key, and he gets out, and he gets the drop on him. But nope, just it's, they both ended up getting cuffed again, and yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of a lot of a lot of back and forth where it was like, no, you shoot him then. No, now. No, wait, no, okay, now you're back. Oh, now, now, do it. No, no, okay. <laughs> uh, practices, uh, you know, monologuing or whatever. Uh, he also gets some help from Benedict and them coming down. Or, or was it Benedict or Vivaldi, or both? I think it was both. It was, it was both. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Jack and Denny, they get cuffed to, I don't know, Radiator or something. <laughs> but the real hero of this movie comes to save them after they're left for dead. <gasps> it's Whiskers! Yeah! Jack, you old so-and-so, you saved me so many times. This... <laughs> uh, I love Whiskers. Whiskers is the best. Whiskers <laughs> needs a spinoff. But the rabbi cop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whiskers and the rabbi. Whiskers and the rabbi. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, so he tells Danny, hey, you see that crane over there? I want that on the roof in two minutes. And he's like, but how am I going to do that? And he's already, like, running up the stairs, like, do it. Uh, so yeah, Slater gets up to the top. He just starts pushing people out of the way to get to the the corpse of Leo the Fart, and he's like, "This man's still alive!" Throws him <laughs> over his shoulders. I need to get him to the doctor. I need to get him to a hospital. Uh, I'm a doctor. Quick, check his fa- <laughs> was like check check his uh, hearing or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Paul uh, Henry does the look an elephant <laughs> like pointing up the sky. Everybody turns. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> eventually everybody's like, hey, where's he going with the Leo's corpse there? They start, <gasps> like, everybody at this funeral has has guns. And just, <laughs> don't shoot! I <laughs> love everybody. Everybody just, like, coming out with their fucking guns. Yeah. And then he goes, don't shoot! And throws Leo over the side of the building. Everybody's like, oh my gosh! Oh my god! Yeah, but he lands on the hook of the crane. <gasps> uh, and then Slater just starts running, everybody's shooting at him. And he jumps down onto the, this glass elevator. And then there's the chopper. More people with guns. And then and then he's he's hanging on the side of the elevator. Oh shit. Oh starts falling. Saved by the crane! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he ends up like like yeah, sorry, he like grabs onto like Leo's corpse or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, but there's only one minute left before the, the bomb goes off. Oh no! Daddy, you got to drop him in the Libreta pits! Uh okay. <laughs> drop him down in there. <laughs> Fantastic scene. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Justin's playing narration, but... Oh, that's right. And then the daughter shows up and like, oh, I thought I could just use a fresh set of clothes. Don't you think that's a little convenient? I mean, you know, it happens. 
Uh, let's see what happens here. Oh yeah, Benedict fears, figures out the uh, the powers of the ticket, uh, turns on Vivaldi, you know, kills him. He's <laughs> I love like, how he's just like, like oh. he goes like, "You're my friend." Then you turn a free sixty on me. It's one eighty, you stupid idiot. One eighty. If I did a free sixty, I'd turn completely around and end up right where I started. What? Trust me. Wow. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh god, then he just like sits down and like read the newspaper or something, and then whoosh, fucking monster truck through the wall. Whoosh, and it's later. <laughs> and he's like, This is for blowing up my cousin Frank's house. Whoosh, this is for blowing up my ex wife's house. A little slap on the wrist. <laughs> And then he tosses Benedict into the wall, and then zoom, gone. He's like, "Huh? Usually they leave a hole or something." <laughs> <laughs> and then Danny's like, "No, no, it's the ticket. He, he's in my world now. We got to go into the real world." And so they go through the wall, zoom, and they're in the real world. And Slater's chasing him down, but of course Danny's like, "No, no, no! Remember, you can like really die and stuff. So be careful. Don't get like shot. Like I never tried to." <laughs> but yeah, they got a little chase, and they're uh, playing chicken. And <laughs> I, I, okay, I, I love how it's like he tells Danny to get out of the car because he's gonna play chicken here. And we see like Danny's view of like them playing chicken, like going down the alley, like. <laughs> oh shit! <Are> you okay? <laughs> And Jack's coming out. And he's like, "Oh, that really hurts." Oh, Jesus! <laughs> but uh, apparently, during this chicken race, uh, Benedict got away. Oh, uh, Jack! Uh, Jack looks up, and he sees a big ass movie poster advertising Jack Slater Four, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger as Jack Slater. What? I'm in a movie. <laughs> I am the movie. Oh no! I must have existential crisis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course, to help him get over that, Danny's like, "Hey, yeah, let, I'm gonna take you to the theater real quick. It'll be great. <laughs> we'll, we'll meet the surprise 95 year old you've ever seen, and uh, <laughs> you know, you can uh, cope with your fictional life, and you know, it'll be great." <laughs> and then, uh. And then eventually he takes it to, to takes him home to his mom and the mom's like, oh my god you've been missing all day at the school and nobody at the police station the hospital like mom mom I'd like to introduce you to Jack Slater and of course you know Schwarzenegger in his prime and mom's like oh <laughs> hello how are you doing <laughs> oh okay so then then we get Benedict walking around Times Square and just seeing like all the you know all the triple X theaters and uh, oh yeah, he's like the guy killed for his shoes and stuff. Just the seedy under, excuse me, underbelly of New York. And he's like, well, there's no screams, no no sirens, no cops. What the hell's going on here? Then he has a a theory he needs to test out, babe. How does he test out his theory? How does he test out his theory, Steve? Well, he uh, walks up to a, a nice, friendly-looking mechanic, you know, working on a car. Excuse me, excuse me, sir. Could you help me with something? Yeah, sure. What is it, buddy? And then he just kind of waits <laughs> around. Sees people, like, walking into their apartment across the street. And I'm like, 
uh, okay. <laughs> and then he starts yelling into the crowd, I just shot somebody and I'd like to confess. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone? Hello? Hey, shut up out there. I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, sad, sad days. But, uh, yeah, so then we cut to 2 p.m. the next day when, uh, Danny's waking up and, uh, he sees, you know, Jack and his mom talking and, uh, apparently Jack's turned into a wimp now. He's just <laughs> talking to ladies and not, you know, taking them straight to Pound Town or, you know. <laughs> but he's but like, okay, well, we need to find Benedict. He can jump into movies now and, you know, get away with everything. He's like, it's okay. I've got a plan. Smash cut to the top of the Empire State Building, and Jack Slater just looking down from the yeah. top. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I was kind of hoping he'd be like, "There he is," you know. <laughs> He's over on Fifth Avenue. Let's go get him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, they figure out. Yeah, okay. Um, Benedict can use the ticket to get into other movies and stuff. And apparently, he's been doing that. Uh, Mike, what what movie does he go into? Well, uh, Benedict's in the diner at the moment, and it looks like he's talking to somebody and pretty much saying that if you want to get rid of Jack Slater, all you have to do is kill this guy, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And the other guy is Jack the Ripper. Yeah! <laughs> the X-Man from Jack Slater 3! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so Jack and Janny, uh, they have their little drama where it's like, you believed me when I was in the movies, why not now? Well, because you're mortal now. Ah, typical, you know. Like. <laughs> but uh, but then they find Benedict, and so uh, <laughs> Jack Slater starts running on top of cars and stuff, but the cars are moving, so he falls, and looks like he takes a pretty nasty spill. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's done, man. Um, but yeah, they catch up to a taxi and rips off the door, which is, I'm yeah. like, wait, so, okay, I guess Schwarzenegger can really do that. All right. No, no taken. Right. <laughs> but Benedict's gone. And so he pulls out the taxi guy and he says, Hey, what about baby Bobby Bumpers? Ha! Woo. You didn't know I was going to say that, did you? <laughs> yeah, but they, uh. They figure out uh, Benedict's gone to the Jack Slater 4 premiere that's going on, I don't know, a couple blocks away. <laughs> so I'm like, oh no, we gotta get there. <sighs> All right. And this way we get another shit ton of uh, cameos with like Little Richard and uh, Belushi and uh, like Lisa Gibbons. I think Chris Cornell pop is one of the. Was it Chris Cornell? The I didn't MTV, see him in there. The MTV News guy? Uh, uh, those oh, Chris Lisa Gibbons. Oh, Chris, Chris Conley. Conley. Okay, okay, okay. That's it. Uh, yeah, the other Chris. Um, <laughs> oh, but the the Ripper shows up too on the red carpet. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how they're like, "Oh, look, it's Tom Noonan, the actor that portrayed the Ripper in Jack Slater Three, <laughs> but it's like full car. What are you What are you doing here? Like, I uh, I thought I'd kill some people. <laughs> oh, the, all right. Well, that's funny, Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great story. Anyway, how's your sex life? <laughs> and then next up we have, oh, it looks like Tom Noonan. Huh. Huh. Weird. <laughs> oh, so weird. Super weird. Then uh, there's a Damon Wayans and Chevy Chase in there. Uh, okay. That. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Yeah, I thought that's who that was. I was like, wait, was that Chevy Chase? 
But yeah, I saw Damon Wayans like, who's the other guy? I thought it was Chevy Chase, but could have just been another bald guy. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, Damon Wayans has like a blank man hat. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. His favorite shows up. John Claude Van Damme. That's right. JCVD. Woo! <laughs> the real star has finally arrived. No, wait. <laughs> now, if, if this were JCVD in the lead, he, the, the bad guy would have been also JCVD. <laughs> yep. uh, oh, that's right. Like, like uh, MC Hammer shows up for some, too. Yeah, yeah, there's just cameos all over this place. Um, but yeah, yeah uh, I, noticed, I noticed like MC Hammer was going to do the Jack Slater Five soundtrack. So the funny thing is, like around that time, that's when MC Hammer became hardcore because rap was changing at that time, and everyone was getting tired of this party rap. So you would have had like a soundtrack with like Pumps in the Bump and stuff like that. Yeah, get back to the ghetto, <laughs> do that gangster rap. Uh... You know, he's, he's, he's at Oakland. He can do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, no longer the days of the uh, Adams Family movies, unfortunately. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Slater and Danny show up and they're basically like, all right, we got to get to the Schwarzenegger guy. Where is he at? Uh, he's in the lower balcony. Okay, you go that way. I'll go this way and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they get there and they, they see Schwarzenegger and uh, he's like, okay, I don't see him. But then Danny yells from the top balcony, he's up here! And you see the Ripper with the axe just like hanging over the edge, ready to just throw it right down at Schwarzenegger. But Slater pulls out his gun and says, everyone get down! (laughs) (laughs) Except he's tackled by Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) The only man that could stop Jack Slater. (laughs) Oh, God, and I love the whole like, Wow, you your body double you're probably the most convincing body double I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, he gets tackled. Um oh yeah, that's right, and the Ripper grabs Danny like in the lobby as everybody's like running out because you know, open gunfire. They're like, I don't need to see a movie anymore. And then this all leads to the roof. Oh no, it's the standoff oh. on the roof again. Oh, very flashback as it's almost frame for frame what it was earlier. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the Ripper's holding Danny, and uh, what uh, what happens from here, Mike? Well, basically, they kind of have, like, the same speech that they did uh, Jack Slater free. Uh, instead, this time, uh, Jack the Ripper just wants to cut to the chase and froze Danny off the roof, where he falls to his death, entering Jim Belushi, and the film is over, roll credits. Yeah, he's gone, Woo! just like Alistair Black. Wrestling reference achieved. No. Yeah! <laughs> No, it's like, no, it's raining out. Uh, we don't know what happened today yet, but it's raining outside. So pretty much uh, Jack Slater takes out this electrical thing with the knife axe because uh, Jack the Ripper throws it and electrocutes the fuck out of the Ripper. He's dead as fuck. Yeah. He's like, he's going to be back. The hell you will. Yeah. Uh, we find out Danny's yeah. alive. Oh, oh yeah, then, yeah. Then we find out Danny's alive. Like it's like, yeah, it's gonna be a really sad ending. Oh no! Like nope, nope. He's he's fine. He's just uh, you know hanging from a gargoyle or something. <laughs> <laughs> so they get him back up onto the roof. Uh, Jack Slayer gets up there as well. Uh, Benedict shows up this time, 
And pretty much uh, like any good Bond villain, he pretty much just tells out his straight-up plan that he's going to go into the films and get Dracula, Hannibal Lecter, Freddy Krueger, all these people, and pretty much create chaos in the real world. Uh, unfortunately, he runs out of bullets. Oh, you made the movie mistake. You forgot to reload the damn gun. It's like, nope, I just left one chamber empty. And pretty much Jack Slayer gets shot in the chest. Danny is upset. He's crying. Oh, no, Jack's going to die. He broke my shoulder. Uh, we find out that he's faking it. So Benedict's about ready to shoot Jack Slater. He gets kicked in the head by Danny. Danny throws the gun to Jack. No sequel for you. As Jack shoots Benedict right in the eye. He fucking explodes. Yeah, one of his grenade eyes. <laughs> <laughs> So much, so much just brain matter all over that roof now. <laughs> it's a good thing it's raining. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then he's like, oh, no, the ticket. And we see the ticket just floating down and lands at the foot of a theater that's playing the seventh seal. Yeah. And that releases Ian McKellen as death. Yeah. <laughs> And so uh, Death just starts walking through New York, just, you know, occasionally touching. Uh, he touches like a cop eating a hot dog or something, right? And he starts like coughing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Danny gets Jack, I, I guess, down off the roof somehow. Uh, I, I, probably the explosion probably has some cops go check it out. They took him out in the ambulance or something. Uh, but they're like, oh, no. Uh, we got to get him back to his world. And they're like, yeah, whatever, kid. We're, we're trying to just jumpstart right? us right here. And so uh, Danny pulls a gun out. <laughs> I said, hey! take him back to, back to the movie world. And he's like, everybody's like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so, they uh, always run away. It's like because you're fucking crazy. Pulls out like a horse in the world. Yeah, she's, pulls out a hand cannon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but then, uh, so then Danny has to drive the ambulance, and he drives it right into the lobby of the theater. Hey, it's closing down next week anyway. Who cares? <laughs> he uh, drags Jack out on the stretcher out into the, the theater, and he's like, okay, uh, shoot, I, I, got you, I got you here, but I don't know how to get you back. We don't have the ticket. And then Death shows up to save the day. Wait, did I say that right? <gasps> what happens? Death does show up. Hmm, you're not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> if I were you, I'd be looking for the other half of that ticket. <gasps> Smash cut to Danny drop kicking the ticket box. <laughs> <laughs> Just and it's open. Wait, they're all gold. Wait, no, this is the one. This is the one. Yeah. And he runs in there and uh, like puts it in Jack's hand and. You know, magic and sparkles and all the projectors are going and da, 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 da. all the music's going. And then they're back in Jack Slater 4 at the police station. And uh, like, hey, we got some help here for Jack. Hey. He's like, no, you got to go back to your world, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stay here with you. Like, no, you need to watch over your mama. You know, you know, protect her from all the, those crackheads in the building. I don't know. And <laughs> it's it's more of a touching moment than that, but not that much more. <laughs> right. 
And of course, Whiskers is the one that's like, hey, everybody, Jack's in trouble. Because <laughs> he's the best one. He's the hero. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Danny goes back, talks to Dick. They say some shit like, hey, maybe maybe you had the magic all along and it wasn't the ticket. And I'm like, <gasps> or it was the ticket. That's that. That's what it was. But <laughs> Yeah. But then we see Jack's OK, you know, but not even a flesh wound. We see him driving off into the sunset. Cue the music. Roll credits. Ladies and gentlemen, last Woo! action hero. My, my, Michael, uh, did you enjoy this movie? Hell yeah, I did. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Maybe how about you? I fucking love this movie. It's so great. I don't know why more people don't watch this movie, why it's not better known. Like, I mean, I sort of get it like, oh, it's making fun of a beloved genre. It's a genre that makes fun of itself anyway. This movie is great. Yeah. Yeah, check it out, everybody. Like we said, it's on Stars. I think it's on, like, Hulu and stuff. Like, you, you can find it. If anything, it's a 2 or $3 rental, or, or you said it was 4 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, well worth it. I'd say so. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we have more beer, fun facts, (gasps) and what we learned from Last Action Hero. Oh, snap. Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we? I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine. Yes. What do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. Have you ever watched a movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then sometimes we ate your cues in our mailbag. No big whoop. Yeah, no big whoop at all. So that's What Were They Thinking? You can find us on your favorite podcatcher or follow us on the World Wide Web on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. 
the hell says World Wide Web anymore? This guy. So, uh, yeah, see you soon. Wave at microphone. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. Sorry, I was reporting a bunch of stuff to Amazon and trying to get anything to happen with my art. And I kept getting disconnected from the chat. Then they're like, well, I'm trying to get a hold of legal. The only way you can contact Amazon legal is by by postcard or fax. Because they're back in 1993. So um, I tagged Redbubble with links to my art and one of the stolen arts. And then all of the product numbers. And Amazon keeps going like, can you provide us with more information? We're very interested in helping you. And I was like, oh, here are the numbers of uh, my cases you've been that you said this wasn't a problem. Maybe we can open a new case. So uh, if you see that tweet, go ahead and retweet it. Uh, but I did get picked up by a retweet bot. Uh, it's actually a copyright retweet bot. Like oh. I looked into it, and it just it's retweeted like three of them now. So oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> bots, bots, bots. Hey, basically, it's like having trouble with a uh, customer service copyright infringement. We'll retweet it, and our other bots will pick it up. And I'm like, cool beans. I'm cool with you helping. <laughs> nice. It's nice when bots are for good, you know. Right. Hashtag fuck Amazon. <laughs> <clears throat> I like fucking Amazons. Mm. <laughs> Death by Snoo Snoo. Yeah. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Ah, oh, she said it. It gets better every week. Yeah. Ah, man. After that incredible action extravaganza. <gasps> I'm a little bit sober. Me too. <laughs> Even with that 9% beer, I'm still a little sober. Um, Let's see what we have here. It looks like from... Ooh. From Templin Family Brewing, also in Salt Lake City, Utah, we have their <laughs> 2020 Oktoberfest Meltzen, 5% alcohol by volume. And this is in a new kind of crowler with the new top. I think it's a twist top. It's weird. Nice little 32 ounce, but uh, allow me one moment while I pop my top. Oh, oh his my, top. My top. Whoa. Oh, at least I got a full. That Jesus. is full to the rim. All right. Uh, here. I'll uh, go with it. All right. And the pour. Oh, yeah. so beautiful. That is a beautiful, clear auburn color. Oh, Oktoberfest Meritsons. I love Meritsons. It's the most wonderful, wonderful time of the year. year. Yeah, nice malty aroma. Mm-hmm. Very clean aroma. It's got a nice uh, off-white foamy head. It's a very smooth head. Mm, just a smooth head. See who's gone in for the taste. Oh, wow. That is delicious. Yeah, yeah, mm. nice and smooth, nice caramel Super notes. clean, because Mertzens are lagers, so they're fermented at cold temperatures for a long time, which means a lot of things can go wrong, but yeah, nothing went wrong. This is delicious. Mm-hmm. Templin Family Brewing, a.k.a. TF Brewing, it's called, I guess, in some places. Uh, Michael, you still uh, enjoying your water? Yeah, I'm drunk as fuck off my water for some reason. <laughs> Woo! I'm hydrating like a motherfucker. <laughs> it's like this fancy water called Schmirnoff vodka. Am I drinking my water correctly? I believe you are. Indeed. Well done. <laughs> That's just plain old water. Sober as fuck. 
but it's good clean fun so <laughs> well uh would either of you be interested in any fun facts i would only if they were super fun facts because they're fun fun facts oh uh, you're in luck there's some pretty good ones here uh i guess first off rotten tomatoes <gasps> michael what do you think the critics thought of last action hero uh, what is this out of? Like a hundred out of ten? Yeah, out of a hundred percent. How how many of them thought it was a th- thought it was a decent movie? This is critics. Critics, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say they were being assholes, and it's gonna be like forty two percent. Oh, the critics did not like this movie when it came out. Spoiler alert: We watched a little like making of of this movie, and like, yeah, when it came out, nobody liked it. Um, but then again, it has aged because Rotten Tomatoes wasn't around when this came out. Oh, they straight up said this movie was the death of action movies. Like this yeah. killed the genre, which is stupid. But whatever. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be optimistic. I'm gonna say 56. I'm gonna say just. 38%. Oh, Michael damn wins. it. I'm not going to lie. That was like my instinct was in the 30s. Yeah. And I'm like, no, be be an optimist, bitch. Be an optimist. Well, what about the audience? Oh, it's got to be like a 90. Michael? I'm going to say they were being assholes, too. And it's like 72. 47%. Damn. God damn it. Yeah. Less than half of the people that watched this movie and went around Tomatoes enjoyed it. That That's ridiculous, guys. Come on. This movie's fucking great, guys. Uh, uh, Michael, did you have any other uh, fun facts? Oh, yeah, I have a bunch of super fun facts. Uh, Originally, uh, Benedict was going to be played by Alan Rickman, but unfortunately, Alan wanted too much money. So Charles Dance said in interviews, after being told that he won the part that was turned down by Alan Rickman because of the salary, he wore a shirt on set which read, I'm cheaper than Alan Rickman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, one of the IMDb things I had was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger thought the script was one of the best he'd ever read. He especially liked all the elements of comedy, action, drama, and satire in it. I have to agree. Yeah, it's great. Yep, uh, this movie ran so far behind schedule that there was only one test screening, which ran for two hours and 20 minutes, which included a lot of inaudible dialogue which ended up boring the audience. The studio refused to delay the opening, so not to send the message that the movie was in trouble. Arnold agreed with the studio's decision on that. (laughs) Uh, I I have one here. uh, The film had seven video games, a $20 million Burger King promotion, a $36 million theme park ride, NASA's first paid ad in space, as well as a four-story inflatable Jack Slater at Cannes, the Cannes Film Festival, uh, and Schwarzenegger gave 40 television interviews and 54 print interviews in 24 hours, setting a new personal record. God damn! They were promoting the hell out of this movie. Yeah. I was gonna say, which is weird, because yeah, it was an 85 million dollar budget to make the movie. Uh, U.S. gross 137. It kind of flopped, unfortunately. Uh, oh, I got a bunch of actor considerations for Jack Slater and Benedict and John Practice. Some of these are, like, really crazy and out there. Like, people that were considered for Jack Slater, Peter Weller, who played Robocop, uh, Tom Hanks, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, Michael J. Fox, oh, come on. Pierce, 
Pierce Brosnan, yeah, Kevin you. Klein, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Charlie Sheen. Cage? Yep. Charlie Sheen <laughs> and Christopher Lambert. <gasps> that could only be one. <laughs> All right, guys, I got it. I got it. If we had to recast this with somebody else other than Schwarzenegger, obviously Schwarzenegger's who it should be, right? Yeah. We have Jean-Claude Van Damme and Tom Hanks as the bad guy. Oh, I'm in. Right? Fucking in. For, oh, God, this would have been like fresh off of uh, winning Best Actor for Philadelphia, too. Yeah. And then Nick Cage as practice. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> It can still happen, guys. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm in. I am in. Hey, did you know who was considered for John Practice? Who was that? James Woods. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Gene Hackman and Sean Connery. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, Connery. For John Practice. Yeah. Oh, wow. here's some crazy ones for Benedict Robert De Niro, Liam Neeson. And you'll love this one, Gary Busey. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Christopher Lambert, Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of like the uh, Schwarzenegger, Charles Dance, F. Marie Abraham. <laughs> uh, let's see. Ooh, any guesses on the body count for this movie? I have it written down, so what is it? Is he have any guesses? Um, a hundred and twenty. Pretty close. Uh, eighty-three. Yep. Which I thought was kind of funny because there's the uh, when uh, Schwarzenegger's uh, being interviewed at the premiere, he's like, "Well, you know, in the last movie we had like a hundred nineteen people killed. This one we only have forty-eight. It's more focused on story." <laughs> I love it. Yeah, during that sequence, Maria Shriver's like, "Hey, don't." Don't mention the Planet Hollywood stuff. Oh, yeah. That's right. Don't, don't plug the restaurant. And I'm like, he's going to plug that restaurant because he's a plugger just like us. Yeah. Good old yeah. shit plugger Schwarzenegger. I saw all your major podcatchers. Everything I learned from movies. No. Anyway. <laughs> you got any other uh, fun facts, Mike? Um, let's see. Do I have any more really good ones? Um, oh, uh, there was... Arnold was either considering doing this film or he was going to do a Penny Marshall directed comedy called Sweet Tooth. Huh. Could be interesting. I, I mean, I guess Junior was around that same time, right? Yeah, it was a little afterwards. Yeah. Hmm. Well, oh, I have what? a fact about the T2 sequence. Like oh, when yeah. yeah, when he's trying to prove that Schwarzenegger's like when they find out that Schwarzenegger is not in that film universe in that T2 sequence on the shelf, there is a VHS tape of raw deal that is clearly visible with Arnold featuring prominently on that cover. Oh, nice. The hair slicked back and holding the, the big gun. and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, raw deal. I'm glad we finally watched that movie. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> good old Mark. You should not drink and bake. <laughs> Coming next week. No, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, lady, gentlemen, what did we learn from Last Action Hero? Uh, Mike, would you like to go first? Yeah. Um, 
I learned from this film that Danny is an idiot because that ticket got ripped in half. And there was a big section of the film. It's like, oh, no, where's the, where's the ticket at? We got to get it from Benedict when they could have went into that box office and got the other half the ticket once they got back into the real world. So I learned that Danny is an idiot. I <laughs> uh, should check out Lawnmower Man, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, babe, how about you? Um, uh, I mean, I learned that apparently a spoon tree is the best way to store your glass eyeballs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I learned you get to Carnegie Hall the same way you drive with no hands. Practice, practice, practice. And never in traffic. That's right. <laughs> uh, Mike, you got anything? I learned, yeah, I learned in all my years of police training and studying cases and doing all this police work that all I had to do was drive around and just point to I'll say the bad guys in there. <laughs> uh, babe? Um, oh, I learned that dogs can learn all kinds of fun tricks. Oh, yes. <laughs> he, like, snaps his fingers and they do, like, the cheerleader pyramid. <laughs> By the way, all, like, aside from just being Rottweilers, none of those dogs looked vicious. They were like, oh, yeah. hi, I'm a good dog. Can we get our treat now? Yeah. <laughs> like, one of them had, like, a funky ear. It was so weird. Uh, I learned in this world, bad guys can win. It is, a quote. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it is it's true i also learned that the uh, soundtrack is badass we didn't write right oh i got acdc megadeth death leopard yeah! Reich, so uh, badass cypress alice in chains oh yeah Allison Ch- oh yeah I, I i've got this one somewhere <laughs> badass i think tesla was on yeah yeah check it out everybody on iTunes. No. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> Ooh, I also learned uh, this is a Christmas movie. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or at least the first, you know, three minutes or whatever of it. Right. <laughs> With Mayor Tina Turner. <laughs> uh, well, Michael... Thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned From Movies. Uh, I understand you also have a podcast. Um, I don't have a podcast of my own, but there are two podcasts that I'm normally on a lot, um, on the Movies That Rock podcast. And I've been on a lot of Real Talk with Mike Brooklyn episodes here a lot lately. Uh, the last episode, we talked about uh, Eddie Van Halen's passing. And we talked about Gigi Allen, so that's weird having those two topics in the same episode. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, where can we find that? Uh, you can find that on uh, any uh, podcatcher app that's available. And you can uh, find me on Twitter at Michael Bagford. I do a uh, album a day. Uh, this month, as we're recording, it's October. I've been doing an Alice Cooper album for about every almost every day this month there was like one instance where i broke to do a van halen album after the day after uh, eddie van halen passed away but yep that's what's up with me 
And uh, Izzy, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me just about anywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Uh, Yeah, I make cute art. I sell it on Etsy. I sell it on Redbubble. I sell it on TeePublic. I do not sell it on Amazon, so don't buy any art off of Amazon. It's all fucking stolen. I happen to be quite riled up right at this moment. Fucking shysters. Hashtag fuck Amazon. Hashtag suppressing women's voices. There, we're going to use that. Cause fuck them. Um, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I have tons of cool stuff. Go check out my Etsy page, untidyvenus.etsy.com. Goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. Yeah, don't you have those uh, Snackosaurus enamel pins now? I do! Yeah, they should be listed, or at least the pre-orders. Yeah. Yes. And of course, you can find us on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned from Movies. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at EILF Movies. That's Everything, Everything I Learned from, from Movies. movies. And our uh, homepage, ageofradio.org, slash everything I learned from movies. Yeah, it's all spelled out. That's how they did it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> forward slash podcoin, forward slash podcorn, forward slash shit plugger Steve. <laughs> That's right. Um, and if you want to be a badass like uh, Michael here, you can hit us up at patreon.com slash EILF movies and throw a few shekels our way and yeah. get some nice bonus episodes. And, you know, pick movies for us like Michael did with this wonderful Fucking extravaganza. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, so I guess uh, until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. I'm Mike. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from Movies. Good night, everybody! Good night, everybody!